Uh, we are in James. If you have your Bibles or your eye touches or smartphones, it's crazy. Or, or Kindles or, or, or iPads or, 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 or Asus, um, you know, Transformers, you know what I mean? Just whatever you got. If you don't have any of those, we have some Bibles here. Anyone need a Bible? Anyone need one for real? Okay. Hey, you want to you hand just hand them out, William? Do whoever just come right here, pick some up. Awesome. All right, so we're in James chapter one. I'm just going to look at one verse. We're going to read through different verses, um, but the verse for focus uh, for tonight is, is verse 27, and we will resume our Ephesians study. Um, next week, if we are all still here, and if I'm still here, if I'm not ushered off into glory, I gotta stop saying that because you know what, God's gonna probably take me when He says, and and Jen will be very sad and stuff like that. But happy though, because she'll know that I'm in a better place. Yeah? Like no more balding. Ah. All right. So why we're we looking at James chapter one verse twenty-seven? I happen to currently be in the book of James during my quiet time, and I think it was a week and a half ago, I got to this point, and it just reminded me of what I wanted our mission focus to be last fall, you know, I really wanted us to be service-minded, right, and not that we're not, but as a youth group, I just wanted us to be um, really active and in the area of serving others. And so, but it never happened. And, and that's shame on me. And I know you guys are incredibly busy, especially your Saturdays. You have extracurricular activities. Um, you have school, uh, work and stuff like that. Some of you are a part of ministries already. And, and so, but we, we really want to make this work somehow this year. Uh, and this verse is really going to be our sort of uh, mission verse um, in that heart. Um, to to serve others who are in need. Um, so maybe we'll read it, and and then and then we'll pray. Then we'll jump right in. James one twenty seven says, "Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this: to visit orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself unstained by the world." Father, thank you, Lord, for this time that we have to be in your Word. Uh, I pray that as we look at this very short, um, yet um, quite challenging verse, I pray that you would um, encourage our hearts to uh, respond to it well and, 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 and shake us up to, to a reality that if we need to start doing this and start living this way so that we can bring you honor and glory, um, that we can trust that you will give us the ability to do so. And it's your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So James 1.27. You know, I never really, when I came over this verse, I never really gave it any like real thought, like just like substantive thought of what religion is. Like I knew, okay, as a believer, you know, you have evangelism. I'm so hot. You have evangelism. Um, is that on? Gee, it's like it's not even kicking in. It's like the sun shining. 
shining. It's like it's, it's a double reflection. It shines on my ball spot and it comes back and it's just just like heat on my forehead. Anyway, um, but I knew as a, I knew as a believer that okay, evangelism is a part of my responsibility. Um, you know, discipleship, making disciples, and growing in my personal faith, right? But I never really considered beyond all that, like God's view of what He determines true religion to be. And we'll understand this in the next couple of seconds that religion right there is not in the traditional sense that we understand it to be as religion. Um, but what the original language for religion there is actually worship. What is Nasser referred to as? Like, as far as, and you know, what do people say? Nasser is a Christian. People say, <laughs> exact classic. That's perfect. I couldn't even, I couldn't cue that better, right? Right? So that's, that's what has been said in years past, right? But what, what, is, what is being said now? Right? Right? But before that, because people would say, oh, and I saw the Bahamas is a Christian nation, and then it moved to the Bahamas as a religious nation, right? Now, why do you think, why do you think folks moved the phrase to religious? Okay. Okay. Any, any, any others? What? Okay. Muslim stuff too. Okay. All right. Um, could it have been, what is, huh? No? Okay, okay, because, all right, because what are there? There are, there are what? I'm looking for an S word. There are what when it comes to Christianity? A positive S word. It's very, it's, it's a non- Theological word. Superficial. All right. No. Standard. Right. 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 There's a. Right. There's a. There's a standard. And who sets the standard? God. Right. All right. He sets the standard as far as how we are to live. And I believe you know that phrase was well this. Who am I, Michelle? I believe. All right. Uh, but, you know, my thought on that is, you know, people realize that, you know, don't don't label this country as a Christian nation when the behavior, and not everyone, but the reflective behavior is like far, far away from what Christianity is supposed to be. And so let's just be religious because everybody knows the Bible. People can quote verses better than I can. Right. And and then they would just tear your head off in another second and then praise the Lord um, on Sunday. Right. And. <clears throat> but what I want really what I want to briefly focus on is this, because there are so many things in here that we can pull out um, that I believe this verse is actually communicating but what I want us to focus on is the service aspect of it. And because I want us, wouldn't it be incredible that, I, 
I don't know the number of, of, of students who are in here right now, but wouldn't it be incredible that this body of students would revolutionize, let's just say, the starting with this community here and being willing to serve those who are in need wherever God is leading us to. Now, specifically in this verse, the directive is to orphans and widows. And I'm not going to go in detail as far as what I really believe, as far as the the vision that I have for this year for our service mission, to really look at those in, in this assembly here at CBC, you know, the needs of, you know, other orphans that we need to look at. Are there widows that we need to minister to, starting at home and then branching out? Because we know that you know there's children's homes um, all over the island, and and some of them are not orphans because you know their parents have died. Some of them are orphans because their parents just don't want them, right? You know, wouldn't it be incredible that just this number right here of students, if we would respond to this challenge here in verse? 27, and and not really this challenge, but this direction. You know, this is this this uh, revelation of hey, this is what God desires. How incredible would that be? And don't think that you're too young to be used mightily in this way, um, because God doesn't want like empty. I am so hot. Like is that is that thing on? I'm sorry, I'm being. I'm so, I'm so. It's crazy. Like it's not. I don't get it. Like it's not even like okay. All right, stay focused. Stay focused. I'm so spoiled. Aren't we so spoiled? I'm so hot. I'm. So, oh. oh. That's that's fine. I mean that's fine. Odor evangelism. Um. But because this is the thing, God doesn't want empty worship. And that's what that word there, religion, means in the original language in this context. It means worship. It's from the Greek, threskia, right? It means worship. So, uh, let's, and this is what? This is what God thinks of when we say that, oh, we're worshiping Jesus, and, you know, we have our hands up, and we'll do anything for you. And, yes, we'll, we'll you know, we'll do whatever you want us to do, and, Say whatever things to do and, and then do exactly the opposite. Because this is what James says in the verse previous to that. In the verse previous to that, in verse 26, he says, If any if one thinks himself to be religious and yet does not bridle his tongue. Now, we know that James talked with his tongue many times. And those of you who have been here, and, oh, I didn't even slow, you know, isn't, like Terrence is back, everyone. Terrence is back. Those who were here, those who were here, Terrence went through the whole book of James. And, and, and if you remember, you know, James refers to the tongues like three times, you know, through chapters one through chapter three. And, but as he says, if anyone thinks of himself to be religious and yet does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man's religion is what? Worthless. Worthless. Right? Empty. Now here, 
just for the sake of time, I'm just going to read it from the New Living Translation because I just like how um, they have it worded. So here is Jesus' thought of when we say that we we're worshiping him with our lifestyle, but we're just doing our own thing on the side and we're being disobedient and we're just, you know, we're trying to juggle two things um, at the same time. And, and that just does not kick it or cut it, I should say. Uh, with God the Father, and this is its respond to um, the people in Judah because of their rebellious nature, because of them rebelling against Him, and still, still behaving like they're you know they're worshiping. So they're still coming out on a Friday night. So I'm coming to ignition. Yeah, I'm going to sing praise songs. I'm going to wave my hand in the air and wave side to side and just love on Jesus and love on everybody else. And or oh, Sunday morning, I'm going to give my offering and my tithes and stuff like that. And I'm going to sing in the choir and I'm going to help in different ministries and I want and, you know, and I'm just going to mm, love one, mm, you know. And, and still, you know, cuss someone out, you know, just Facebook. continue. Facebook stars, right? You know, you, you, like you, like you see, you see religion, uh, Christian, and there, there's a verse. And then, and then there's a picture of Jesus, like, you know, like that. Love my side. Yeah. And, and then, and then you see like favorite, then you see like song or artist. And then there's like Drake, you know, Lady Gaga, you know what I mean? It's like, so, so this is what, listen, this is what God thinks about that. All right. In Isaiah chapter 1, verse 11 through, if you want to turn it, you can. Uh, but this is what it says. And, and like he says, What makes you think I want all your sacrifices? Says the Lord. I am sick of your burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fighting cattle. I get no pleasure from the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to me to worship, when you come to worship me, who asks you to parade through my courts with all your ceremony? Start bringing me your meaningless gifts. The incense of your offerings disgusts me. As for your celebrations of the new moon and the Sabbath and your special days for fasting, they are all sinful and false. I want no more of your pious meetings. You know, your nice fancy church clothes and Christianese lingo. That's in parentheses. I just add that in there. Um, I hate your new moon celebrations and your annual festivals. They are a burden to me. I cannot stand them. When you lift up your hands in prayer, I will not look. Though you offer many prayers, I will not listen. For your hands are covered with blood of innocent victims Wash yourselves and be clean. Get your sins out of my sight. Give up your evil ways. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Help the oppressed. Defend the cause of orphans. Fight for the rights of widows. Um, but here's the hope. Because, because when we have that, it's like, oh, man, that's heavy. Right? Because we're all there. I'm there. There are times where I just go through emotions. I just go through in my own strength. And and it's such a reminder that Mishler, just stop. Because I don't know what you're doing. You know? Like why are you up there teaching? You know? Like, you know, are you living what you're teaching? I mean, 
Are you living what you're studying? Are you living what you're telling these students on a Friday night? You're like, just just stop. It disgusts me. It's smelly. You know, you're smelly and that's smelly. You know, it's just all right. Um but here here here's a the the ending part of this that really gives us this hope that if we recognize when the spirit convict us of, hey, you're you're living a double life. You're saying you're worshiping God, you want to worship him. Um, you you may not know what it is that God desires for true worship, but you're doing your own thing and you're deceiving yourself. But here's the encouraging thing here in verse uh, in in the last few verses it says, "Come now, let's settle this," says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. If you will only obey me, you will have plenty to eat. But if you turn away and refuse to listen, you will be devoured by the sword of the enemies. Thus, the Lord has spoken. Now, there's some of those things in there that I was just really specifically pertaining to the people in Judah during that time. But generally, um, that does uh, pertain to us as well with our Christian walk. For those of us who profess to be Christian, those of us who profess to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, and and have pledged to purpose to worship Him in our lives, not just here at Calvary, or if there's another church you go to on a Sunday um, or on a Saturday, um, you know, not just doing chapel time, you know, but every facet of your life. And so, as I um wrap up I believe God is saying this God is a holy God right is God holy sometimes right right did he just like become holy did he do something right hey that's a part of his nature right all right so God is holy and God desires for us to, to worship him in holiness. And, and he gives us like a clear, right here, uh, a clear picture of what he desires. Pure and undefiled worship. And, and the thing here where it says <clears throat> is to visit orphans and widows in their distress. This is not like a one-time thing. This is not like us just going to Billy Lane, singing some singing some Christmas songs, giving them gifts, and then we're done. Or, or if we go to someplace else and we're done. Or we go to a widow's house and we help her out. You know, we clean around her yard and we're done. Or we go someplace else and we do it and we're, and we're done. That that word to visit is a present verb tense, which means it's continuous. It's like ongoing. It's like a purposeful intent. We're like purposefully seeking out those who are in need. And in this context here is orphans and widows in their distress. That is pure and undefiled worship in the sight of our God and Father. And the challenge for us at the latter part is to keep ourselves unstained by the world. Because there's no way we can truly worship God if we're clothed with the things of the world. We're either all for God or we're not. 
is God doesn't take us halfway. You know, he wants all of your worship, all of your attention. And, and I know that seems like, well, Mishlo, you're just in a whole nother cloud because that's not reality. It can be. We're not perfect. Is there anyone perfect in here? No, did I check last? No, right? We're not, right? Um, but that doesn't mean, but that doesn't mean that we use that as an excuse to be like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm not perfect. I can't meet up this time. I'm just gonna, just, you know, the, the commercials and that girl is so fine and that guy and his abs and, and you know, it's like, I just, I don't, you know, I just, you know, I just, I don't, you know, it's, like, I see on television everyone, like, living together, and, and they're fine, and then they get married afterwards, and, and it's okay, so I can just sleep around, and I can just do whatever, and still come out and put my hand up, and, and just praise Jesus, and be happy Jesus, and, you know, and just go back. And God is like, that disgusts me, you know? It's like, stop deceiving yourselves. Don't be saying you're religious, and you're deceiving yourselves, all right? So how do you, and I will close in the next minute, and the best way I think for you to keep yourself, the best way I think for us to keep ourselves unstained is by reading this. By reading this, by hanging out with other friends who are believers and growing in the Word. You know, whether it's five, ten minutes in the morning, quiet time, just reading it, seek taking advantage of opportunities that are given to you to study it. You know, we have SLAM. There's, uh, I don't think there's anything else. But there's SLAM. There's, um, I can't remember. But I don't know. I, I think, well, there is SLAM. There is Friday nights. Um, but then even on your own, you'll be amazed. Honestly, guys, you'll be amazed. And we're not saying, like, you're going to read this and, like a light is going to shine on you and it's going to be like a shine of glory or something like that and you're just going to be like, oh, I understand everything, right? No, but you're going to be amazed as you read and you purpose to memorize that at certain circumstances that you're going to find yourself in, that a verse is going to pop in your head, you know? So if like for guys, if it's like, if it's like a struggle with um, the internet, and, and lust and looking at pornography or just making up with your girlfriend or making up with girls who are not your girlfriend and you're like, you're like, I don't know. I don't know how to stop this. Then hopefully, hopefully, shh, hopefully, guys, right? Hopefully you would remember if you've, if you've read through like Psalm and, and you, and you, and that verse pops in your head like, how can a young man keep his way pure? And how can he keep his way pure? By what? Keeping it according to God's word. Right? You just never know how some... Because God will always provide you a way of escape in your situations. I'm going on a tangent, but I just want to say the best way to keep ourselves unstained from the word so that we can really accurately and genuinely worship God in purity and cleanness in his sight as we do minister to orphans and widows in their distress and anyone else that we come in contact with you know, we have to keep ourselves unstained, or purpose, I should say. Purpose, make war against your flesh. Make war against the world so that you don't be tainted by it. And even when you fall, remember, although our sins may be as crimson, we'll make them white as wool.
There's always forgiveness. There's always renewal for us to get back up and continue on the path. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'll pray real quick and then we'll break. Father, Lord, thank you for this time. Uh, I just give you praise and thanks for your word. And I just pray that you encourage our hearts. Um, for me, staff, the youth staff, our students here, um, to really worship you in holiness and purity and cleanness um, so that we can truly fulfill what is true worship in your sight um, and a real purpose to make war uh, against the world influence so that we uh, can purpose to live lives that are untainted by it. And it's your name we pray. Amen.